Our scripture reading today will be taken from Obadiah chapter 1, reading from verses 1 through 4, and I'm reading from the King James Version. And uh, I just ask also that those online, they can join us in reading the scripture, the word of God. As I read, you'll follow. It said the vision of Obadiah. This said the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a rumor from the Lord. An ambassador is sent among the even. Arise he and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made thee small among the even. Thou art greatly despised. The pride of thine heart has deceived thee. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart, who shall bring me down to the ground? Though thou exalt myself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. Here endeth the reading of God's holy word. I think you have seen the topic. And the topic is what? Let me see it. The topic is? Bring me down. The scripture that we read this morning is found in a very small book of the Bible. I don't think too many of you have ever heard anybody preach from Obadiah. Hmm? <laughs> it looks like a very insignificant book, but it's a book that is pregnant with thought. And while I was studying, I came across the minor prophets and Obadiah's, uh, Obadiah's book was the one that, that I was very, very much attracted to because it does have a very, very powerful message for all of us. So let's pray. Father, I pray that you'll speak to me now as I speak to your people for Christ's sake. Amen. The book of Obadiah gives a description of, shall I say, generational hatred. So the prophet Obadiah received a word from God Telling him that something is going to happen to Edom. He said, and a messenger has been sent among the nations. I'm reading from the Seventh Adventist. Let me see. Andrew's study Bible. 
I'm reading from that one. And he said, Arise and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who dwell in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high. You who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground? Though you ascend as high as the eagle, and though you set your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down, says the Lord. There are at least three ideas that I want to, to bring to you today. One is about Jacob and Esau and the sort of feud that was between them for a long time. And that seemed as though it, it had seeped into the genes. The hatred had seeped into the genes of Esau's descendants. And then also, it show, uh, that this one is going to show you also that God does not tolerate pride. Does not. Now the Edomites were the descendants of, of Esau. I think that all of us know that there was this kind of a battle between Esau and Jacob, and Jacob and Esau. Jacob, as it were, stole Esau's birthright. And it was done with the expressed permission of his mother. Some mothers, <laughs> you've got to be very, very careful what you do before your children and to your children. What you're going to pass on to your children. Amazingly, this idea was concocted by, by Jacob's mother and Esau's mother. And the fool, the poor father, and uh, Jacob got the birthright. And when Jacob, when Esau discovered that Jacob had done him that, Esau began pursuing Jacob. And that hatred was there for a long time. You see, sometimes we have neighbors, and sometimes your parents and your neighbor, and, and the neighbors don't get along. And I know I'm talk, talking about because I live close to some people, and my mother and my father, and the, the, the father and the mother of our neighbor, who are neighbors, they never got along. But do you know that the children, the children, and us got along. 
It's amazing. They will come to our house. But we will not go to theirs. <laughs> they will come to our house because there was no problem with my parents. But if we were to go to their house, it would, be a, it would have been a, a problem for all the, <laughs> their parents. And that seed was sown. And so Jacob was pursued relentlessly. Until in the book of Genesis, I have to, I have to quickly uh, quote that. Until in the book of Genesis chapter 33, it shows you here that Jacob and Esau made up Chapter 33 says, Now Jacob lifted his eyes and looked, and there Esau was coming, and with him were 400, 400 what? 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two maidservants. And he, he put the maidservants and the children in front. Leah have her children behind and Rachel and Joseph, they were last. Then he crossed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near the brother, his brother. But Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept and he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and children and said, who are these with you? Now, look at what has happened. They made it up. Jacob didn't, could not return to the birthright. But they made it up. So Esau stopped pursuing Jacob. Because the fuel they had, it was finished. They made it up. Sometimes, sometimes it's so difficult for people to make up. You have done somebody something, make it up. You have hurt somebody, make it up. Jacob and Esau settled it. But the thing about it, the relatives did not get it. So for years, that's what I said, generational what? Generational what? Hatred. That they had that in their system for years. And they reached so far where they had their own city, where the Edomites had their own city. And that's why the Bible clearly states here here is where they're living now. And behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be greatly despised. 
the pride of your heart has deceived you. You who dwell in the clefts of the rock. Whose habitation is high. You who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground. So they occupied a place called Timon. Timon was like a big rock, a rock, and they, they were high up in the air. Occupied a special position that they considered them the, the place to be in, impregnable. Can't touch us. Who will come for us? Who will bring us down? Nobody. And so the Bible says that they were proud. They were proud. And the Bible goes on to show here how when the Israelites were passing through the area, how Esau's descendants hurt the children of God and they cut them off when they were passing. The stragglers, they, 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 they took hold of them for that matter. But the point I'm making here is that they were brothers, descendants of Edom, descendants of Esau, the Edomites, descendants of Esau, the Israelites. And they had that little thing and still at that point in time there was some measure of aggression from Esau's descendants. And God decided to take care of business. And God told him that you should not have cut off the people. He says here, you should not have done that. You should not have hurt them. You should not have done this. You should not have done that. And God says, I will take care of your business. But then we discovered here that having moved from there, they are up in the rock. And while they're up in the rock, they felt that they were proud, powerful, and great. So God decided, well, if you think you are great, I am greater than you. You know the Bible talks about a man called Nebuchadnezzar. Have you heard of him? You know he was a powerful king. <laughs> and when he was so powerful and proud, he built a city. And what did he say? What did he say? Huh? That's right. Is it not this great Babylon that I have built? Watch those people who like to say, I. Isn't this great Babylon that I have built? And he felt proud about it. 
And the Bible clearly states that in Daniel 4, 17, Bible says that he himself had to declare that if you're high and proud, God has a, a, a method of bringing you down. Hey, you're big, you're proud. He himself testified that God has the power to debase you, to bring you down. The question I ask you today, are you proud? Is pride taking hold of you? Do you feel better than others? You know, if you have a big house, you, you feel a kind of pr proud about it. There are certain people who can come to your house, but there are others who can't. Amen. There are some people that you will eat with. And there are some that you will not eat with. They're below me. Eh? They're below me. I'm, I'm not supposed to mix with them. Even though we are church, we are church. Baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. But somehow we are not equal, some people say. I am better than you. I have a degree and you don't have. Amen. I can cut cane and you can't. Amazingly, there are some folks who do not have, who have not received the kind of exposure, educational exposure that others have received, but they're wiser. They are wiser than some who have been to uni. And they can teach you a thing or two. So don't feel too proud because you have a degree. Thank God for the exposure. So the more educated you get, always remember you have to use whatever endowments that God has given to you to help others to bring them up. So you're not about anybody else. We are brothers, Esau and Jacob. We're brothers. In the church of God, we are brothers. Before I became a seven Adventist, I used to hear people calling one another, seven Adventists calling one another brother. Brother, sister. Not a brother. He's not my brother. He's not my sister. But when I got immersed into the truth, I discovered that we believe the same thing. I, be, I, I discovered that we were baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. I discovered all of those things. So therefore, if you call me brother, yes, I am your brother. And I am your sister. Now, so don't be like the Edomites who, when they saw God's people marching through a place, they were hurt, they, they, they were desolate, they, they needed assistance. And one would have thought that if he is my brother, 
the brother will lend a helping hand. The Bible clearly declares that Esau's descendants did not lend a helping hand. As a matter of fact, they were ones who helped to cut off the people. From the, listen to what the Bible says. Are you there? Are you there? It says, number five, page number five. If thieves had come to you, if robbers by night, oh, how you will be cut off. Would they not have stolen? Huh? I don't know, I'm not seeing too well. If rape gatherers had come to you, would they not have left some gleanings? <laughs> All the men in your confederacy shall force you to the border. The men at peace with you shall deceive you and prevail against you. Those who eat your bread shall buy, shall lay a trap for you. No one is aware of it, but wait. Uh, will I not in that day, say the Lord, even destroy the wise and understanding from the mountains of Esau? Then your mighty men, O Teman, shall be dis dismayed to the end, and everyone from the mountains of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. God decided to treat them the way they deserve. So therefore, if we see a brother or sister in trouble, we are not to assist the person who's causing them pain. We are to help to deliver them. Sometimes we have a church, a church situation where people gang up on you. You know that? Has anybody ever ganged up on you? Huh? I know what gang warfare is all about. I saw it the other day at, B at B Brixton Hill. There's one boy and about six young men. And when I looked around, I saw several young men running from all directions coming for this, this one. And the fellow on the ground was begging for his life. Why? He belonged to maybe a gang. And this other gang got caught of him, got hold of him, and they had decided to, to give him the gang treatment. Terrible. But sometimes within the church situation, we do find people behave like that. People gang up on you hurt you. People are hurting and you, you join in hurting. But God in heaven is watching. God in heaven is watching. And the thing about it, 
one of the things that caused them to, 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 to be so proud was because of where they lived. Hey, they live high up. We can't come down. We're high up. Who can bring us down? Who? Man, I tell you, God clearly told them, well, you're up in the, in the cliffs. You're up in the rocks. But no matter what you do, I will bring you down. The pride of your heart, I will bring you down. If you're proud, God is going to bring you down. If you are proud, God is asking you to be humble and to humble yourself. If you do not humble yourself, God can humble you. Just like how Nebuchadnezzar went to eat grass. Can you imagine a human being eating grass? Humble. God, humble, humble. And if you're too proud, God is going to bring you down. Now the Bible clearly states. If I were to give you a couple of texts here quickly. Proverbs 29, 23. Find that quickly. Proverbs 23, 29, 23. You got it? Have you got it? Read it. What is it? A man's pride shall bring him low. Psalm 101, 5. It says, even if you have a haughty look, hey, even if you have a haughty look, you look haughty? Or are you, are you haughty? Don't we, do, don't we have some haughty people around us? Haughty? High-minded? You got it? Read it for me. Psalm 101, 5. Huh? You got that? And you know the Bible also says that uh, pride goes before her. Yes. And God hates a few things. What is one of them? A what? A proud what? A proud look? <laughs> God hates a proud look. If you, if you look proud, God hates it. And the fact is here, I have a multiplicity of texts that tell us here 
that God will bring down the proud. I don't care who you are. God can bring you down. See, so, if you love God, trust God, and live for God, God will see you through. But if you're haughty and proud, when the Bible talks about people with, with, with jewelry and so on, it talks about people with, 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 with stretch-forth necks. <laughs> I've seen some people that as though they can't even see you. You're in the same road, you're in the same road, and they'll pass you by because they can't see you. <laughs> Stretch forth necks. Haughty, proud. I tell you something, I do not want my life to be characterized by pride. Pride is a terrible, a terrible thing. As it says, pride goeth before huh? a fall. And when you fall, you really fall. Pride? Pride? Pride. God will bring you down. If you're too high, God will bring you low. The song on your heart should be, Lord, humble me. Make me humble so that as I live from day to day, my life will demonstrate to the entire world that I am in touch with God. God is a humble God. And the characteristics of God should be characterized, should be those things that will characterize our lives. Where we are humble, kind, gentle, and nice. Some of the nicest people in this life should be a seventh Adventist. Amen. I say it again. Some of the nicest and the humblest people in the world should be Seventh Adventists. But then on the, on the contrary, you'll find some of the haughtiest people, some of the haughtiest people are Seventh Adventists. you find some. Yesterday, others was pulling out from the garden center a lady parked her car in the driveway. When I say in the driveway, this is the place where you drive out from the parking lot. The garden center is there. Other cars were parked there. Hey. Other, other cars were there. And she parked her car right in the place where you're supposed to walk out, drive out. Can you imagine that? So, so I reached there, 
and I blew, I blew my horn about twice. A lady turned up. And she looked at me, is, is me you're blowing for? <laughs> I said, yes. I said, yes, you are the one I'm blowing for. I said, well, you, you, you park in the place where you're supposed to drive out. He said, well, I said to myself that you could go around and pass over there because over there. <laughs> Over there had some, some of the, the side, not the sidewalk, but the rim of the sidewalk, those were turned up like that. Like a heavy vehicle passed there and, and turned them up in the air. And she wants me to drive my car over that. You see, I said to myself, you could drive over and so on. I said, look, I'm not prepared to do that. I'm not prepared to do that. I'm not, do I'm not doing it. Move your car. She said, you think I'm afraid of you? <laughs> can, you can you imagine that? There's nothing called can't. There's nothing called can't. And I can tell her something that, that because if I, if I told her to lift up a car and move it, lift up your car and move it, she couldn't do it. So there's something called can't. And then another person wanted to come out also, and that person began blowing her. Have mercy. Then she got arrogant. And she began to give all kind of signs. You know the kind of signs, dirty signs? With your finger? I, I don't want to do it. I hide my hand. She did that, and a lot of expletives, let me say bad words. You know Jamaican bad words? <laughs> Not Trinidadian bad words, you know. Hey, bad words. I said, lady, the fact is, that you're parked in the, drive, in the place where we used to drive out. And you're wrong. Move your car. And she jumped in her hand, giving all the finger signs. And bad words coming off with that, and she, and she drove off her car. I said, Lord of mercy. Eh? I said, listen to me. One day, you will be brought down. I almost told her, listen to me, sometimes I'm tempted. I almost told her that I pronounce a curse upon you. I, I, pronounce, I curse that dumb and deaf spirit if it did you. Sometimes I'm tempted to tell people that, when they behave like that. But I did not, I resisted. It so happened that people who behave like that pompous, rude, I can tell you, fighting kind of person, God will bring them down. And they say, look at that, we did not do her anything. All we asked her to do, you park your car there, just move your car. And as simple as that. 
but we got the worst, the worst of it all. Too proud to move a car, too big to move the car. And the lady began to talk, fight. You think I'm afraid of y'all? You think I'm afraid of y'all? I said, we ain't get there. But what I do know, however, is that in this life, you meet people like that. And as a Christian, you got to humble yourself. Sometimes you really want to retaliate. You really want to give her kind of a treatment that she deserves. But you can't do it because you are a child of God. When you're a child of God, you can't behave like the gutter man. You've got to be above that and humble yourself. Jacob discovered that he was, he, was, he was wrong and Esau pursued him and then when he reached to the point, he was able to say, look, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. And he bowed down seven times. A lot of people like to say, what, what's, what does seven mean? Yeah? What does seven mean? Some of you say in prophecy, or perfection, complete, yes. So seven times, it's finished. I've paid my vows. It's finished. It's all over. But for his descendants, it was not over. So they hurt the children of Israel to the extent that God had to tell them, though you set your, 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 your houses on, uh, on a rock and you're high up, you plant your nest up in the sky, no matter where you are, I will bring you down. Don't wait until God has to bring you down. When God brings you down, you're going to come down with a bump. <laughs> but recognize your frailties, recognize your faults, recognize your shortcomings, and humble yourself. And when you humble yourself, God in his love will take cognizance of it and will reward you accordingly. So the song says, though I'm high, Lord, bring me down. Bring me down. Bring me down. Pat is going to sing for us.
know, many of us as Christians forget where the Lord has taken us from. And as a result, we fail to give him the glory. But I would like to draw your attention to the fact that all of us, I mean all of us, are nothing without God. Sometimes we get so proud and so high-minded, but we should be reminded by the scripture in St. Matthew chapter 23, verse 12, whosoever shall exhort himself shall be abased, and he that humbles himself shall be exalted. So this is why I like to share this song with you. If I'm too high, Lord, bring me down. If I'm too high.
us want to be holy. All of us want to be humble. Song says, if I'm too high, bring me down. No matter what condition we are in, God wants to make us better. And I believe that everybody who is sitting here today would like to be better. Would want God to take hold of our lives and transform us into his likeness. And if there's something in our lives that we need to get rid of. Today is your day. Ask God to humble you. And if we are too haughty with it, ask God to bring us down so that he can move upon our hearts. So if you want to be better, you want to live a beautiful life? Will you just join me and stand? I'm not going to ask you to come to any altar. Austin. Be humble. Lord, 
it, you said it, you said it. You're asking God if you're too high to bring you down. You're asking God to make you holy. You're asking God to make you humble. Today God is in this place to do just what you want him to do. So your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed and our hearts are lifted to the God of heaven as we pray. O God and our Father, we thank you for speaking through your manservant to us in such a profound way, reminding us that if we are too I, you have all power to bring us down. Today, Lord, we look to you, our source of humility, asking you, O God, that you will humble us as you humbled Jacob, that we can be mighty instruments in your hands. We thank you for the way that you have used Pastor Philip I pray, Lord, that his ministry will continue to blossom and that it will lead men and women to come and call you blessed. We thank you for those who are standing, making a commitment that they will be low for Jesus, but they will also lift the flag of friendship, of discipleship, and the flag of humility. 
that wherever we go, people will know that we have been with Jesus. We thank you for the way that you have spoken to us today. Dismiss us, Lord, with your blessings. And as we go, may we go with the assurance that you will plant our feet on higher ground. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.